Welcome everybody to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming new. <coughs> this is our gaming Already news. <laughs> this is our gaming news podcast, episode seventeen, and we had such a good time with Doc last week. We have invited him to come back with us permanently. So this week we will be doing our newscast as. Um, a trio with me, Doc, and Sasquatch. So, I am Thor, and I am here today with... Doc. And Sasquatch Senpai. So, we'll open things up today, um, talking about some Prime Gaming updates. We're going to end the podcast with talking about the PS5 Showcase Breakdown, which happened just a couple of hours ago. That's probably going to end up taking up the last half of the podcast, because there's kind of a lot to dissect there. And I'm going to try and get this audio out tonight, if possible, um, since it's hot off the press with that showcase. So the first thing that I want to mention with Prime Gaming, there's of course some different things every month. And they have been integrating RuneScape pretty often, but for those who play RuneScape, they've made a full, like, actual program for RuneScape. If you link your account that comes with eight different drops available... So the first one, which is available now, is seven days of membership, and then uh, says this one goes until October, and there's eight after that. So presumably every month for the next eight months at least, there'll be something new dropped for RuneScape on uh, Prime Gaming, previously known as Twitch Gaming, or Twitch Prime, whatever. Yeah. So, um, then that's been, it's been like that. They've pretty much given stuff all the time, but now it's official. Just like if you went to go into your Apex stuff, how they have the little tiles that say claim now, and then it shows the available soon locks. It's, it's listed like that now. So it's pretty much standardized that it's going to be doing this for the next eight months. They list. Yeah, that's good. I mean, a lot of games have kind of just developed in that permanent Amazon mm -hmm. partnership there. Uh, rainbow six, um, Siege has that, uh, Apex, like you mentioned, League of Legends, as well as Teamfight Tactics, mm -hmm. and a couple others. So, I, I mean, you're probably going to, if you play RuneScape regularly enough, you're probably going to get enough decent stuff out of there. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and if you play RuneScape regularly, you probably won't find much use in just a seven-day membership, so hopefully other stuff will come from it. Yeah, well, and it depends. At least I can't now. I can't speak for RS class or for R, for old school because I haven't played old school for a long time. But with RS three, depending on you know, now this is not. I'm not even going to say this is for the majority of people. I'm just saying this is in the realm of possibility for someone dedicated. Due to the bond system, um, which allows you basically to earn membership through selling stuff in-game, buy membership with in-game currency, um, if you really went balls to the wall, you could evolve that seven days into more if you busted ass and were able to get a bond in those seven days. Um, but beyond that, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's just a little introduction. I don't think it's really meant for people that have a free membership to get them on membership status i think it's meant to just give already current members an extra week like hey here you go here's an extra week and then they'll probably give a few more extra weeks throughout those eight occurrences to where you'll get like a month of free runescape membership yeah because i really don't know what else they'd offer last time i played there was a whole bunch of like <clears throat> gacha type things like your whatever hunter chest or whatever that is when you log in and other stuff so yeah a lot of it's probably going to be stuff like that so far, it's been um, one of three things, either some free membership, um, free treasure hunter keys, or hearts of ice. 
and uh, free like cosmetic override type stuff. So, all really simple stuff. But I mean, hey, like I said, if uh, uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you already have this for free. It's not going to cost you anything. I highly doubt you're going to buy Amazon Prime just for this. So it's the odds are that if you're going to utilize it, you already have it. And I'm just you know go get it if you if you don't. And if you're on the edge of trying RuneScape membership, this is you know at least a good way to enter into it. So. I mean, there's no harm in it, at least, if people haven't played in a while to jump back in with a free seven days, because there are some just straight-up benefits to having a membership over not, as with most things. So. Yeah. So, Baldur's Gate 3. Yes, Baldur's Gate 3. Um, so, we got the announcement for the beta, early access coming out here um, later this year. We also got a thing for a streamer mode um, in the game that was just released with the uh, the latest cinematic update. It's kind of like a, a special multiplayer mode where um, essentially you're kind of like a digital dungeon master while your stream plays for you. They select all the major plot points and what's going on inside the game. Um, I'm not sure how exactly will be integrated, but it is a very, very neat idea. Um, I, this kind of has been um, sh this sort of technology has kind of been showcased with a few other games before. Most recently, would be uh, Ubisoft's Battle Royale Hyperspace, where people watching uh, streams could vote, and of course, having the hyperspace uh, overlay install onto the stream, they could interact with the game itself and choose like what special in-game events were happening. So, like increased jump, uh, movement speed, stuff like that. Um, so it'll be kind of interesting to see how this will go because you generally have a lot more uh, viewers and you would, in this case, have a lot more viewers and there are characters or options available. So especially with how some of the choices are timed. Hmm. That's at least an interesting idea. So I think it sounds cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this is specifically for the Stadia platform as well as Twitch integration. Um, I'm not sure how that would work with Stadia, but you know, Stadia being Google's streaming platform for games. I don't know anyone that has it. Um, I don't either. Uh, it was apparently really, really rough at launch, but they're sticking with it, so they must Google must believe in it. Um, they're getting games. They're getting games ported over to it. I don't know if that's because. Hey, it's just something we can sell more of, or if developers and publishers actually believe pushing to it will be beneficial as well. I mean, isn't it kind of what Xbox was trying to do originally with the uh, Xbox One that made everyone real mad? And... Well, with the original idea of the Xbox One, it just you couldn't stream it everywhere. The Stadia, you can stream it to wherever you can your computer and whatnot as well. Okay, but it, it's still all all online, all cloud based. Yes. Similar to, uh, what was that other one? There used to be another on live. That was another um, previous game streaming thing that eventually shut down just because it was also one of the, it was also the first one, I believe, and it just didn't succeed because internet speeds weren't up to par of streaming that sort of stuff yet. So Yeah, I'm, I'm still skeptical of internet speeds now to stream it. Yeah, I saw Google Fiber was upgrading to like two... 2 gig internet, and I'm like, well, I'm still up 200 megs, so I don't think I can ever stream a game. <laughs> right. Still takes four hours to download Call of Duty. 
<laughs> that might be something more against Call of Duty than anything else. <laughs> Last I heard, Call of Duty was uh, eating hard drives. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Taking all that space. It's uh, the entirety of an SSD I have. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Call of Duty is now definitely the like heavy duty. Yeah, no, they're they're the hard drive like heavyweight champions of the world as far as hard drive space goes. Whether we want it or not. (laughs) So Ubisoft's new extreme sports game brings 50 player races to next gen. So, yeah, it's called Writer's Republic. Um, It'll be coming next year, PS5, Windows, and Xbox Series X. Um, I'm sure the S will be on here. Uh, Most of those games will be, I'm sure. Um, It's also going backwards as well. Um, Stadia, PS4, and Xbox One. But uh, on Ubisoft's uh, Ubisoft Forward announcement, they were talking about the game. It was the first time it was released. Um, This is the studio, uh, Ubisoft Annecy, which is the studio that was behind um, Steep, which was the last major skiing and snowboarding action game, um, which I I played it a little bit. It was pretty fun. Um, But Riders Republic is definitely just an off-road style racing game. Uh, Quads, dirt bikes, uh, buggies, stuff like that. It's up to 50 player uh, free-for-all races. Um, There's also supposedly, supposedly supposed to be team race events as well. Um, six on six team events. Uh, there'll be a similar progression system that gives you random skins and cosmetics and stuff. They're calling their their blings <laughs> in this game. So nice. for whatever vehicles you have, as well as uh, online leaderboards. So um, if you're kind of looking for one of those arcadey off-road racing games, um, this one might be for you because most of them are actually pretty serious most of the other ones in the space are pretty serious simulations. Yeah, I don't think I can think of any recent good arcade racers. Um, Crash Team Racing, the remake, Reloaded, or whatever it was called. <laughs> that was like last year. I guess that could count. I guess maybe Fall Guys, if you really want to stretch it there. It's technically a race. <laughs> Suppose that's true. <laughs> Let's see. So it looks like the the next thing is the Xbox Series V. So we have the Series X, the Series S, and now the Series V. So, yeah, the Series V <laughs> is supposed to be more like the Series X, um, just as powerful minus the disk drive. So it's basically um, like the digital version of the PS5. Yeah, it's straight up just the P- PS5 digital okay. rather than the, the, the quote, entry, less powerful the console. The light version, yeah. The super light version, yeah. Um, this is supposedly an advertisement leak, though. So um, coming from a Microsoft... Uh, supposedly an internal Microsoft presentation. So, I mean, I take it with a grain of salt, but I, it honestly wouldn't surprise me if this was true, just because they're going to want to kind of compete in that, you know, fully functioning digital 
digital um, hardware space like Sony has, you know, set their digital yeah, edition yeah. of the console too. Because the series, the series S is also supposed to be just running not only at a much lower frame rate, um, not frame rate, a uh, resolution of uh, 1440 as opposed to the 4K of the Series X, but it's also going to be running the Xbox One Lite consoles version of games. So it's it's drastically least powerful, and having a more powerful console mm-hmm. there in between the two would probably behoove them. Okay, and that kind of ties into our next one, which is the Xbox Series S only playing Xbox One S versions of last-gen games. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, it's it's just not playing as good of last series games, so there's no upscaling or anything. And I mean, if you look at the specs themselves, they are much, much worse. Oh, so. fuck! Oh, sorry. Yes. Nothing, <laughs> you okay? They, my, my glitching out Best Buy is finally updated and the pre orders are sold out. I didn't get in on time. Ah. Uh. Um, and not only that, uh, the Series S only has a 512 gigabyte SSD. So if you want to play Call of Duty, that's all you're playing ever. Uh, <laughs> so I, and... I guess that means you just have to buy one for the for Call of Duty and one for other games. That's there's that yet yeah, makes sense to me. Um, also, the official the official Microsoft Seagate expansion card for the Series S, the one terabyte. It's officially two hundred and twenty dollars, so there's literally no point in buying a Series S. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, might as well just spend the extra two hundred dollars and have something well, that functions. Especially because yeah, even if you buy it directly from Microsoft, they offer financing for it now, or you can get it through Best Buy and do financing, and you know what I mean. There's a, there's a lot of yeah. options out there now. So, does the uh, Series X have a expansion for extra hard drives? Yes, it does as well. Um, they accept uh, both USB and their proprietary expansions, just like the PS5 has. All right, all right. Um, the Series X is supposed to have a one terabyte built into it, so that already helps a little bit. But who knows how large games are going to be going forth, especially since even if you do buy physical versions, they do need to be installed anyways. Mm-hmm. It's just the disc is just essentially a form of DRM. All right, so Control is going to be getting a digital deluxe edition. Yeah, so... Well, yes. Um, That was announced a little while ago, but this is kind of something a little bit different. Um, Though I do recommend everyone play Control. It is fantastic. It's like a, um, SPC, the game. So <laughs> if you ever read those articles, it's pretty much of that just in a game world um but really what happened was people who owned control were given a free upgrade to the ultimate edition temporarily um despite 505 uh the developers and uh, their publishers previously saying that you need to buy the upgrade anyways um so for 24 hours people were given the option to upgrade for free 505 noticed this and then quickly locked it away and said, hey, you downloaded this, you updated this, you have to buy it. So people lost access to their game for a while until all of this was resolved. Okay. 
And this happened across the PC version as well as the console versions. And this upgrade was um, how people owning the game on last-gen systems, so the PS4 and Xbox One, were supposed to upgrade to a PS5 or Xbox Series console. Um, but it was a, it was locked quickly, and the people who had taken advantage of what seemed to be, you know, like a free upgrade, like a lot of games are doing currently, uh, they took advantage of this and were told, nah, nah, you ain't getting this. So just a side note, until you mentioned that, and I started looking more into it because I had no idea, until you mentioned that, I had no idea that um, the disk size were or that the hard drive size is almost the same for digital versus physical uh, copies of the game. What do you mean? I always assumed that the if you had a disc, it didn't install the full game, and so it saved a lot of space. No. Yeah, I had <laughs> no. no I had no idea. I don't know. So on consoles, what it does is it has the base game install on the disc, so you don't have to use your your internet to download it future patches and whatnot you have to aside from maybe i don't know like year-long game of the year editions will have all but that it, content but on it still disc. puts the same executable files on there. it still puts all the same files yep. in there yeah that's I, rather I, I, than no, just I... having actual drm you have a physical you you have a physical you know yeah file on the disc that says yep this person owns the game they can play it yeah it makes perfect sense i just had never i thought about it really and it never dawned on me until just now so Mm-hmm. All right. So the next thing, uh, Kronos before the Ashes announced. <clears throat> so yeah, um, Kronos before the Ashes is the game that came before a Remnant from the Ashes, oh, okay. which is a fantastic game. I recommend everyone get it. It's like a weird Soulsborne shooter light. Um, and the prequel to it was actually a PSVR game, Chronos Before the Ashes. Uh, just Chronos Before the Ashes is tagged on for the remaster. And you ran through it as a hero um, going through a tower fighting monsters and stuff for the VR game. It wasn't first person or anything, but it was executed pretty neatly. And Gunfire Games, the developers of it, went on to make Remnants. Um, however, TH, uh, THQ Nordic recently said that them and Gunfire Games are remastering this and bringing it to all platforms. Um, so it's not going to be, this one's not going to be VS, VR. It's going to be more of a typical action game, uh, different upscaling and stuff. So uh, if you if you want to play another game, kind of like Remnant, uh, Gunfire Games' first game, definitely check it out. It'll be on Steam, uh, Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and Google Stadia on December 1st. Nice. That sounds neat. I could get into uh, that. Yeah, it's fantastic. If you haven't played Remnant, I recommend it, Doc. I remember seeing Remnant in stores, uh, but I don't think I had the proper console at the time. To... Well, sir, you have a PC. You have definitely the proper console. I do now, yes. <laughs> All right. So, Apple goes to war with video game streaming platforms and App Store. So, more Apple news, it looks like. Right, so a while ago... Um, when Microsoft announced their new xCloud gaming platform, um, it was denied by Apple to be on their in their app store for usage. However, now it's blocking all gaming streaming services. 
So this is not just xCloud. This is any sort of Stadia app. Um, what other ones are there even? I think it's just xCloud and Google Stadia right now. So prior, you were able to download Stadia and everything. And then I'm pretty sure Apple will realize, oh, we just blocked xCloud and Stadia does the same thing directly from a competitor. Block. <laughs> um, this is probably because Apple does have their own arcade thing that they're pushing. Definitely not the same sort of fidelity as xCloud and Stadia, but that might be something they're looking to push into, uh, especially with something like this. And they also updated their terms of service for developers that any sort of thing like this is just straightforward, no longer allowed on their platform. Mm. All right, and it looks like NVIDIA is going to buy the chip manufacturer Arm Holdings. Yes, so Arm Holdings, previously they did a lot of like mobile, tablet, and smart TV chips. Um, and NVIDIA has been for a while looking to get into making CPU chips and manufacturing their own chips in general for their um, GPUs, which are generally just by far better. Um, at least in my experience and a lot of other experiences. I know you prefer AMD, I believe, Doc. Yep. Um, it's definitely not something like Intel and AMD's chips where one is just, you know, high-end, straight-up overpriced crap. The other one's like, hey, we have multiple things. Uh, <laughs> but uh, along with their announcement of their 3080 GPUs, uh, the 3090 and 3070s, um, the announcement of their purchase of arm holdings is is going through a uh, 40 40 billion so hopefully soon relatively soon we'll start getting another entrant into the cpu chip manufacturers just because intel's definitely struggling and floundering in the water because they can't get their shit together while amd really really catches up there yeah it's gonna be interesting i mean i've i've followed arm a little while back back when uh, I was doing Android modding. Mm -hmm. And and they, they definitely had some great phone chips. You could do a lot with them. Um, I haven't followed them as much recently, but I'm pretty sure they still make most of the Android processors. Oh, they do. There was a there were plenty of companies who were upset that NVIDIA was buying them when those other companies always had the same opportunity. <laughs> so, speaking of uh, oh, wait, no, that's something else. Uh, Call of Duty League moves to PC for 2021. Yeah, so Call of Duty League is their big esports thing. Um, previously, it's been on the PlayStation 4 consoles. Mm. Um, that's where they hosted it. However, they are moving to PCs hosting the games in 2021. However, there is a big caveat. Mouse and keyboard are not allowed to be used. So it just seems kind of weird for that move when your <laughs> the primary reason for being on the PC would having would be having multiple types of inputs. They're still just going to lock it to controllers. That seems strange, but it does seem strange. Um, it's probably just because it's easier for like the host, the tournament host, to go through and manage stuff. If it's just on a PC, while rather you know having to manage stuff through a, a controller on console, especially mm, kind of like the spectating, yeah. uh, shout casting portion. Yeah. 
ellipses. So Razor left around a hundred thousand <laughs> customers details just hanging around. What the fuck? Yep. Yeah. So Razor is probably the largest gaming peripheral company out there, um, third party at least. Um, but and to quote, thanks to a misconfigured Elasticsearch cluster, the details for a hundred thousand different customers were just left on the internet home address <laughs> phone numbers all sorts of details not even protected with a password so oh my god unfortunately <laughs> um, it seemed to have been a uh network security researching a researcher who found it um and he let them know <laughs> wow but apparently, um, when he reported this cluster of information to Razor, his emails were, and I quote, processed by non-technical support managers for more than three weeks until the instance was secured from public access. Oh and my fucking god, what? Yeah. So, Razor shit the bed, and I'm sure my home address is out there somewhere <laughs> oh now. Oh my god. Like maybe four. <laughs> I they, Razor doesn't have any of my info, so I've never bought gotcha. anything through Razor. For I don't think I've bought anything from. I don't think I've ever owned anything Razor, much less bought from them directly. So I'm good. I, I've always gone with Logitech. I used to have a bunch of stuff, and I recently just switched over to Corsair, and I still have my Razor keyboard just because I'm had to upgrade it because it's the only Razor thing I've had that hasn't broken within six months. <laughs> Oof. If I did yeah. get anything Razor, it would have been off of Amazon, not from their website. So. Well, when you go and register the stuff for the warranties, that's when you put in your info. I, oh, well, I definitely haven't of, done that. They also, don't they keep all of your uh, settings for all of your devices in a cloud? That... Yeah, you can upload them to a cloud. So when you go, and also your like log information, your Razer service login information can be kept on your devices because they do have some sort of memory in them. And so when you go and plug it into like a new computer in the event of, I don't know, like a LAN tournament or something, you can download all your settings right there. Hmm. So, but all my Corsair does that stuff and it doesn't ask me to log into anything. It just does it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same with my Logitech stuff. So yeah, uh, if you use Razer, Razer gear, um, well, your info is probably out there. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. Switch from Razer too. They make cheap shit. Yeah. Corsair is where it's at. I mean, I haven't had an issue. I don't know if I'd say where it's where it's at yet, but I I don't know. I've been a fan. I've been using uh, Corsair RAM and this headset, and uh, I've I'm been well, absurdly happy with both of them. So I wouldn't I wouldn't throw RAM in with a gaming peripheral. No, that's I don't fair. know. I would. I mean, RAM's RAM. How a mouth holds up is completely different than your RAM operating at whatever it's supposed to be. I don't know who the fuck originally manufactured this mouse and keyboard that I have because there's a stock that came from uh, CyberPower PC, but they're fucking awesome. So it's definitely some Chinese company. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I know it's not CyberPower PC because all of these use the exact same looking one, just with their own branding on them. So I'm sure, sure it's some unknown third party manufacturer. But I mean, for being just the stock shit, like I've never felt the need to upgrade my mouse and keyboard, at least not yet. So they're good enough. Yeah. I've, I have I told myself I wasn't going to get a new keyboard till my current keyboard failed, and this thing just won't die. <laughs> I bought this thing. That. I bought this thing in college, 
I've had this thing longer than I've known you, Dustin. Pretty sure. Like, <laughs> I have spilled drinks on this keyboard. It has fallen off my desk. It has been smashed. Um, I've lost and found parts of it. Hmm. Um, it's it's indestructible. Nice. Like nothing will ruin this keyboard. Well, if you had kids, it'd be, pretty much be childproof. Basically. <laughs> Do you want to take a guess at what brand it is, though? Uh, Logitech. No. Uh, Asus. No. Gateway? IBM? Nope, nope. I don't know, then. Kirkland. You got it from Costco. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> but no, it, it is a Microsoft keyboard. Hmm. Huh. How about that? I've but does it forever. It does. <laughs> Oh, it what the fuck? <laughs> it's it glows red. Nice. But yeah, someday it'll fail, and I'll get a new keyboard. Well, that day's not today. Nope, tomorrow doesn't look good either. <laughs> so, Final Fantasy fourteen news. Um, we did not get any expansion news today with the showcase, but I imagine it's probably going to come next week with the Tokyo Game Show. Um, some news we did me. get today, though, um, is we are going to be getting some additional housing plots again. They're going to put in, I think it was like five more wards um, in each district, which is pretty cool. Uh, I'm a little salty because, um, I don't know, I was trying to save, and I paused it. And now I'm definitely not going to have enough time to save up and before that launches, and those are all going to be sold out within a you know a few minutes. But um, I, I'm still really hopeful that the next expansion is going to give us Ishgard housing, and that's what I would prefer to use my money on. So we'll see. I don't know. Give me give me nice Oriental housing. Kugane. Yeah. But Kugane is the hardest one to get into, too. And this is when you would get into a place like Kugane is when they drop new wards, but they only do that once a year. This time we got it twice in one year, probably because of the demand for it. But Well, the game's becoming more and more and more popular. It's mm. easily taken up the second most popular MMO spot. Um, it's also, you know, one of the more one of the most stable ones, just like uh, mm. WoW is, who... Yeah. It, still maintains the top spot but uh housing housing is just always a just horror show in that yeah game. it should really just be like an unlocked thing uh but it is what it is they shouldn't really have a limit on it they should just as more and more come up they should just make more i and i get why they have the limits because and for there's multiple reasons and i get that but I think that they need to be putting out – they need to be expanding that. Like right now how they're adding the additional wards, that's great that they've done that twice in one year, but they need to be doing that like with every patch or at least, you know, a lot more often. Right. Um, yeah, it's definitely – I don't know. I enjoy player housing, uh, but how they do it and just put like an artificial – limit on it is kind of weird but mm. it's their game they can do whatever they want yeah so. <laughs> all right so uh gods and monsters name was changed due to a trademark challenge 
yeah, so Gods and Monsters um, was essentially like a all fantasy kind of like Assassin's Creed adventure game. Definitely more more uh, cartoony. Um, it recently just unveiled their new name, Immortals Phoenix Rising. But oh, okay. uh, but uh, this game just recently underwent a trademark dispute from Monster Energy of all companies. What? Y- yes. <laughs> Explain. U- Ubisoft just decided, you know, fuck it, we'll just rename the game, you assholes, <laughs> rather than go through legal proceedings. Oh my god! Um, I don't, I don't know how to explain this. There was a trademark dispute from Monster Energy being published under the name Gods and Monsters. I don't know. But, but even if even if it was even if it was called okay just speaking strictly on trademark law even if it was called monster energy it wouldn't be an infringement of trademark law since you're comparing a video game to a fucking beverage those so, aren't the same unless it was the same name and the same title or the same logo and branding then there's a problem but if it's just a title and they're entirely different product areas that i don't think that would hold so there is a really great YouTube channel I recommend everyone check out once in a while called Hoig Law. Um, they go over a whole bunch of, uh, of business stuff, and it's an actual business firm. And they post a lot of, like, explainer videos on legal matters in, in the entertainment industry. So, you know, gaming industry as well. Um, and it goes through the opposition documents from actual lawyers and attorneys explaining what this all means. And apparently... It was because Monster Energy has kind of like a a place in the gaming industry already. They do a lot of branding for games. They do a lot of, you know, game placement as well. Uh, and so because of this... Fuck, that's they a good point. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's actually um, solid. I still don't see how it would be confused with a full-on game. But, I mean, Immortals Phoenix Rising is a better title, I think, anyways. And, but it's still just kind of ridiculous overall. Yeah, now that now that you mentioned that, because, yeah, you know, they, there's a lot of, you know, gamers and Mount... Or gamer... Yeah, just like with gamers and Mountain Dew, you know, gamers and Monster and Monsters even put out, like, Game Fuels and stuff like that and def- different yeah. sponsorships with games. And so I get that. Um, I think it would... I don't know, it's still kind of murky, um, but I think you're right. I think at the end of the day... Um, if they did, they might fight it and it would be one of those, like, who's going to win? But like, why? When you could just rename it. Yeah. So the game director also said that as the game developed more and they put more into it, they decided that just renaming it to kind of fit the game itself better was, was way more intelligent, way more intelligent proceeding to do than rather than just fight over this lawsuit in court. Mm -hmm. It saves not only Ubisoft money, but the developer money as well. Oh, so. shit. You know, I just realized, I think there's actually a motocross game that's even called, like, Monster Energy Motocross or some shit like that. Yeah, well, th- I'm not going to count that as a video game. No, I'm just <laughs> saying, like, there's definitely arguments that could be made in a court of law, you know? Oh, okay. So. Um, I don't so... know. I think just having the S on the end of the name completely invalidates their argument. Because you know, it's monster energy drink, singular monster. This is monsters. If there's one thing I've learned, never trust the court of law. Yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's something that like would be a legitimate fight in court, and like why spend the time and energy when you could just rename it? Right, especially when you're a time and monster energy. Expecting those sponsorships, monster energy. Oh man. <laughs> So, shares of Japan's uh, Sony's 
the shares of Japan's Sony fell through or fell. Jesus fuck Thor. You want me to do this? Uh. <laughs> shares of Japan's Sony fell following a report that the company is reducing its estimated production for its PS5. This rumor was later denied, as I recall. Yeah, so uh, it's kind of a complicated one because there's rumors saying they're having to limit production even more after already saying they're increasing production, which that was um, from much earlier. I think it was, what, March? when they said they were going to be increasing mm. production, because that's about when it came out that they're having problems manufacturing their custom chips for the console itself uh, because of the pandemic. I always want to say the name of the pandemical virus, but uh, apparently that's not okay. <laughs> Thanks a logarithms. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Might call it a stupidity. Yeah. Oh pandemic. yeah. That's, that's another thing to note doc due to algorithms and not getting our um, podcasts or videos immediately nuked. Um, we can't say the C word. Yeah. I think that <laughs> you can say, you can say cunt all you want. <laughs> that C word's okay. <laughs> I mean, that, that C word is only not okay in America. <laughs> Literally true. everywhere else says it like it's a, not even a cuss word. Yeah, so it's like you, um, if you're uploading to like a different region's YouTube, you can get away saying that all the time. I think Nothing he's talking about happen. cunt. Huh? I no, think he's talking about cunt. cunt. We, we can say cunt here all we want. I've earned the right to say that word. No, I've but it's a lot more normalized in other countries, especially in the UK. <laughs> normalized in Hashtag normalized cunt. <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> oh man but, uh, yeah so um it's kind of like a mess and whether or not the production amounts were actually lowered or not their stock fell nonetheless which um Maybe probably I isn't buy some. I mean it's still going to be out of normal people's reach anyways <laughs> It's, but, it's uh, probably going to bounce back up after today's announcement. It probably already <laughs> did. Yeah, it I mean, probably did. The shit's already sold out everywhere that's open pre-orders. I'm having trouble just finding a fucking pre-order, and I was right on top of it, so... You want to know what happened? Was people created bots for these websites immediately, oh, yeah. went through, purchased them, and they're going to resell them on eBay and yep. Amazon. It's True. concert tickets all over again. Ugh. <sighs> That's why well, well we'll get into this at the end but that that's why I'm really thankful that worst case scenario Sony put out those emails that we talked about before where they're looking for interest in who wants to pre-order them and they're going to divvy them out by um ID name and give priority to those who have been most active and longest standing first so <clears throat> there's at least I'm not I'm not like ah fuck cuz it's only you know a few places that have sold out so but we'll talk about that in a bit um how about Call of Duty Warzone heading to <clears throat> heading to mobile devices? So if you wanted to know how to turn your phone into a fucking bomb, download Call of Duty Warzone and try and load it. I mean, that also just straight up depends on how it's optimized, um, the sort of graphics involved, because uh, some games on phones look great. Um, one game I play, though it's, though it's definitely not the kind of same realistic thing, is... Uh, is a Honkai Impact, and it's a really, really graphical, intensive game for what you'd think would be on a mobile phone. I'm so. just, I'm just saying, think about the hard drive space 
that it takes up on console <coughs> and PC, and like, is anyone's phone gonna be? Are you gonna be able to play anything except well, just this one game on your phone? You're already gonna have a limit to like the size and quality of the sound effects being played. Um, you're not gonna have near need to have nearly as high resolution texture packs or mm. anything like that on a mobile phone, so you can get away with a lot smaller. I always, I always just, and mind you, I have, I don't know, I haven't looked into it. I just assumed that a lot of it came from draw distance in Warzone Two because its draw distance is fucking outrageous. Well, draw distance is more of like a attacks on your VRAM or hard drive, uh, how much you're caching. Mm, draw distance fair. isn't a file size issue. That's fair. Are we forgetting that cell phones have like a sixty-four gig to? 128 gig like maximum for included storage size like that is that's barely enough space to like move around if you're trying to game dude i had to uh i had to upload all of my memes to the cloud because i ran out of space because of them the other day i get daily notifications that my memes are taking up all of my phone space (laughs) i kept only the important i kept only the important reaction ones the rest are on the cloud. <laughs> All oh, animated. <laughs> so, one Kambara, what the one Kambara Origin is that right? Gameplay. Oni Oni Chambara. Oni Chambara Origin gameplay and broken by the Scream music video. So yeah, um, it's a trailer of the upcoming remaster re-release of the oni shambara games to the west um these were recently only in japan but this remaster is also going to japan south korea where the studio is located as well as europe and the u.s this will be the first time the games are localized for our regions in english um and broken by the scream is a weird idol metal band that japan is kind of known for at this point um they're definitely more metal than probably what you're used to listening to kawaii metal with like i don't know uh baby metal or lady baby and stuff like that um but it's really... i watched that video and they didn't seem too far off from uh from baby metal as far as what i would consider their genre well they, they also have a growler. yeah they they actually have growlers in their idol group rather than relying on like the generally the male vocalists or instrument instrumental players well i'm having a thor moment not being able to speak (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so it was just another trailer um it was also kind of like going over one of the new characters available will be aya which is she's a sister of the other character from the first game size so yeah um it's a game I recommend people looking out for just because it reminded me of what we were talking about earlier, Lollipop Chainsaw, which is just kind of a ridiculous mm. over-the-top zombie hack-and-slash game. It, I but, watched that video, and it looks really cool. Like, Lollipop I, Chainsaw? No, no, not that one. I was talking about the... Uh, oh, Onishamara. Looks yeah. totally dope. One of my yeah, f- the game came out like a couple years ago, so it's not necessarily very old. Um, it's stylized heavily to look like a 3D anime. Um, it's definitely has its audience and this sort of stuff is getting a lot of traction here in the West. So it'll probably sell very well and hopefully we won't have any more like two year waits to get these sort of games. Oh, and it's also available on October 14th, uh, PS4 and steam. All right. 
one of my favorite quotes in defense of Wally Pop Chainsaw was I saw a forum where um, people were arguing about it, and someone's def- someone nice. came in there and said, "Listen, I love really." deep, hard-hitting games as much as the next person. Sometimes I like to sit down and really feel immersed in the game. But sometimes I have a really shitty day at work, and I just want to come home, sit down, and play as a cheerleader with wielding a chainsaw trailing rainbows and slash up zombies. And there's nothing wrong with that. She also wields her decapitated boyfriend's head as a weapon. So... Amazing. (laughs) It was the same for becoming a zombie. It makes total sense. <laughs> I uh, I legit have... straight up tagged James Gunn in a post saying that he should get them to remake it. So <laughs> nice. at did least support ever, it. Did you ever play the Gungrave games for PS? Yeah, because uh, reload unlimited ammo because reloading takes too long. Yep. Hell yeah! <laughs> just just run around bashing people with your own coffin launching rockets out of it and then styling on them for extra points like that game was amazing <laughs> uh unfortunately i i know i can recommend the lollipop chainsaw to you so much but unless you have an xbox 360 or a ps3 you ain't gonna play a doc or thor because <laughs> <laughs> that is all it is on but you can probably get it for like five dollars so Oh man, they made fun of Katy Perry and shitty pop music so much in that game. It was great. That fucking Marilyn Manson singing, you spin <laughs> me right, you spin me around in it. <laughs> nice, like licensed actual Marilyn Manson. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It was just fucking full of metal and shit, making fun of pop music and pop culture, while being pop culture itself. It didn't take itself too seriously. <laughs> One of the bosses was like a zombified combine in a wheat field. <laughs> <laughs> so super mario 3d all-stars has already leaked and uh like what i said last week it is indeed nothing more than an emulator hmm. so it's not truly an upscaling or a remaster they just made their own emulator and that's how you get it and play it is through an emulator so this really begs a question to nintendo why can't you just release all your older games if you're just going to fucking emulate stuff you're selling for a limited amount of time on your Switch? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> why yeah. Why couldn't they just buy out that 4K remaster of Super Mario uh, 64 and, and sell that? I don't know. Instead, they shut it down and said, here, you can have a shitty emulated version. Because <laughs> <laughs> this was cheaper and Nintendo isn't always the best at marketing decisions or consumer or anything to do with their consumers hence they're still standing issues with the joy cons years and years later and that's just for these three um that's not anything to do with the uh other upcoming uh what is it expansion to i think super mario galaxy 2 so hmm. Let's see. So, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you can. This is all yours, man. For, for only fifteen. For only fifteen. Yeah, you know what? Go, you go ahead, dog. This, this is. I can't this even is yours. Say it. You may have this. All yours. Go. $1,500. And you can have a CP or a, a computer 
cooled by Belle Delphine's bathwater. <laughs> oh, uh, OnlyFans all-star right now. You can have her fake bathwater going through your computer's cooling system. While you watch. <laughs> oh. Belle Delphine, shake her booty. Now, I'm not on as much of the hardware side as <clears throat> as you are, Sasquatch, and I've never had liquid cooling system, but would this, would this fucking work? Like, it's, it's not it. really it's water, water in a liquid cooling system. It's an antifreeze, basically, right? Or, like, a coolant no, of some water. kind? Water. It's just water. No, there's no, like, specific coolant? Running. No, you don't need to run antifreeze in your bedroom. It's never no, going to be in not antifreeze, <laughs> but some sort of... I thought there was some sort of coolant. No, on um, the coolant or is water. So the water is cooled by fans anyways. It's just mm-hmm. a lot more efficient because you're not trying to cool five different chipsets and your graphics card with individual fans. You're using the fans just for the the cooling the water down. So Yeah. But uh, anyway. I gotta say this PC looks like a fucking shrine. <laughs> it really does. It's it's weird. Like it, it's it's got an illuminated uh, picture of Belle Delphine's face over the uh, over the CPU. Uh, it's got a print of her face over the GPU. Um, it's got the little jar of the bathwater with the with the cooling hoses going to it. It's it's got illumination and like color coded uh, wiring. Um, I looked at the specs of it though. I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually not too impressed. I'm trying to find well, the specs. I don't. I was gonna say for $1,500 bucks. That's uh, uh, for the novelty of it. It can't have very good specs because $1,500 is what you're gonna pay to get a well spec no, computer. Can... So put the novelty yeah. on top of that, and it can't be specced well. Your thirty dollar yeah, yeah. bathwater. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're trying to sell the novelty, so it's probably you know a seven hundred dollar machine with her bathwater running through, it, and all of a sudden they're charging <laughs> double the price. That's what's going on. I'm sure of it. Yeah, but it's, in uh, any it's case... got an i three. Oh, there's read more. Okay, I see oh. it. Uh, a EVGA GTX ten sixty uh, graphics Ugh. card. Um, none of the other stuff really matters. Those are the only things mm. people care about. <laughs> Sixteen so... gigs of RAM. Like it's it's got a, a good mobo actually. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> if anyone wins the lottery of any form, we need to buy this for Jaff. Uh, okay. I'll see if they'll make a second one for me. I, don't... <laughs> I, I can't do that. I've been simping over VTubers lately, so Belle Delphine's out. No more real girls, just VTubers. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he can make another one, though. I thought Belle Delphine wasn't allowed to sell any more bathwater. <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. What? Isn't this America? She sold porn on OnlyFans now. I don't know what she does. She like disappeared for a year, then came back with a shitty music video. She just covered her ass in paint and twerked, saying, Go to my OnlyFans, essentially. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so, Fall Guys updates. Uh, Fall Guys updates. Yeah, so they recently had a huge, not a, I guess not a huge patch, but a patch for the game. It, um, I've been playing Fall Guys a ton recently because it's a fun like little party game. So it's MXC. It's MXC, but cartoon. Yes, that's a good and way to put it. It doesn't have Giladouche. It does not have Giladouche. No. I will. You know what, Doc? I will be your Giladouche. <laughs> awesome. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, so they added a a new hammer uh, obstacle to the game that they named Big Yeetus. So that news is actually why I originally bought the game, uh, is because they were adding an obstacle called the Big Yeetus. And uh, it came out recently on how they were previously handling their anti-cheat system, which would be it would try to catch people in the process of cheating in the next game, put them onto their own cheaters island, they called it, with just a whole bunch of other cheaters. But the issue Which I was think Call of Duty floated that idea too. Um, multiple games have actually done that before. Sort yeah, I've of heard thing. That in a few places. Yeah, they'll like put they'll like League of Legends will put cheaters in with each other, or they'll um, put people who quit games too often with each other into just separate queues and whatnot. Um, the idea has been around for a while. But the issue they were having with Fall Guys is they were never populating that game enough. And then there was a video came out that had just like one person in the entire thing not cheating while everyone around them was. So they couldn't verify if it was oh. actually working or not. Yeah. Or if they accidentally threw a non-cheater in with the cheaters. Mm. So they scrapped that system entirely. Or if one of the cheaters out. stopped cheating. Right. But uh, they would, yeah, who knows. Yeah. But it's not something that they can turn off and on in game, apparently, with yeah. how Epic Games works, especially mm -hmm. that. But they've since then, um, they added a new anti-cheating software, which it just straight up bans it from the game. Um, it's something that they had to do, unfortunately, was stop Steam family sharing with the game as well, just because people were able to get around being barred from playing the game. Is they would just Steam share, they would family share the game from the actual account holder to a fake steam account mm. fake game whether they made just to cheat on yeah so now they just have straight up anti-cheating software installed that boots people but mm. um the actual article where the uh head of the development team from mediatonic and uh the game itself is actually a really good read on how they were going about dealing with cheaters in the game up until the point where they're like all right we just can't do this anymore mm. But yeah, a big Yeetus hmm. is the name of an actual object. Nice. Obstacle. So, this fucking Belle Delphine computer is like right above <laughs> this article, too. It's her face on the side of the computer, <laughs> staring, like dead behind the eyes. <laughs> so, Ubisoft developing Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed for VR. Yeah, it was a really exciting uh, article title until that last VR part for me. <laughs> uh, hasn't been a good Splinter Cell game in forever. Um, first problem was they got rid of Michael Ironside as the voice of Sam Fisher. Uh, Assassin's Creed has been mad for me ever since they got out of you know the big huge tie into actual historical detail. Mm. <laughs> so the only Assassin's Creed I've played is four, and half the fun of that game was learning sea shanties. <laughs> the collect the sea shanty collectible. <laughs> Yeah, the last, I mean, actually up until Syndicate, uh, Black Flag was, eh, it was okay. Uh, that'd be four, but it, Syndicates, three, they were the, those were the last two to really follow any sort of historical thing in them. So I've kind of lost interest a lot. And I've played them just because they're mindless mm -hmm. open world action games. But yeah, so Ubisoft is developing Splinter Cell Assassin's Creed games for VR. Um, I mean, it's technically another Splinter Cell game, uh, mm. but it's also Ubisoft just not doing anything great and being Ubisoft, which they've been known for recently. Mm. Unfortunate. Um, 
These are being led by Ubisoft's Red Storm, as well as Ubisoft's Reflection and uh, Dusseldorf and Mumbai Studios. Um, this is all we know about them currently, is they were just briefly announced like this in Ubisoft Forward last week. Uh, I'm sure more information will be coming out soon, though. So if you were hoping for just another mainstream Splinter Cell game, Blacklist is the last one you got, and it wasn't even really Splinter Cell. So mm. sad upset me. Yeah, it's still a good game, though. I enjoyed the, uh, the last Splinter Cell. Yeah, but it was just like essentially the prequel formula to Ghost Recon, Wildlands, and whatever the last breakpoint, the last one they released. All right. So the last thing is our uh, PS5 showcase breakdown. So, we had quite a few things on the list here. The first thing they showed was, as uh, I predicted, Final Fantasy XVI came out. Um, and I'm really excited. I think it looks really good. Um, I'm really stoked for the theme, and I'm really stoked um, that it's it It almost had kind of that Type O-esque um, uh, kind of grim feel to it, which I really liked. Um... I don't know. It it was it. I didn't think it felt grim. It just was just typical well, no, high fantasy uh, style setting. Have you have you played Type O? Uh, you should know this answer. That'd be no. Well, how the fuck would <laughs> I know? Over which, we've been over which Final Fantasies I've played. Eleven forward. Well, but it's it's not a main title Final Fantasy though. It's a... And absolutely not. Oh. The only main ti- non main title ones I played were Tactics uh, and Crystal Chronicles. It was. It's actually one I of guess, my... I guess technically Final Fantasy Adventure, but that's a a, a and Setsu title, anyways. So it's it's actually one of my favorites. It's it's really good. It's the only Final Fantasy that's rated M, and it's super dark. Well, this one might be rated M. Did you see that trailer? Yeah, Jesus yeah, that's fucking well, exactly. That's, that's the only <laughs> other time of the only other time I've seen gore like that, not you know, or blood at all like that, really. Outside of, you know, obviously, like, Final Fantasy VII, there was blood, but with that, with the, you know, the pixelated polygons, a little different. As Dude, far as, they covered a kid in fucking blood yeah, from I'm, head to foot. <laughs> I'm saying, as far as, like, modern graphics go, the only time I've seen them do that is in Type O, and Type O being rated M. So I'm really hoping they make that push. That would be fucking awesome. But so I think... Am I hearing this right? Final Fantasy sixteen could possibly have an m rating possibly because possibly, yes. well here's the thing that showed a lot of blood and that was a huge reason as to why uh final fantasy the final fantasy 7 remake made that huge change where there's they don't have any blood in it because having blood would have pushed them to that m rating that was a huge thing with final uh, fantasy 7 is being is um you know there's there's scenes in final fantasy 7 where there was a lot of blood and in the remake they changed the blood to that this weird like plasmatic ooze because they couldn't depict blood or else it would make it an m rating so i think it's probably going to be rated m in 16 um that would be nice uh it's also being developed by creative fuck what is it creative i have this typed up somewhere one second i was talking to someone else about it um specifically the square enix production group creative something three fuck 
I, maybe I didn't type it up. Whatever. Um, but they are specifically the team that is responsible for fixing Final Fantasy XIV. They are responsible for producing and developing A Realm Reborn onward all the way up through. Mm. So you can definitely tell it has the the fantasy, the high fantasy parts of Final Fantasy XIV in it. You got straight up, you just got a Dragoon mm. in the trailer. The, one of the main oh, yeah. characters fights a Dragoon. Uh, <laughs> and of so course... they are responsible for it. Um, and honestly, as far as MMOs go, from the from ARR forward, it's probably the best story content in MMOs to date. Shit, uh, Shadowbringers, still the highest rated MMO expansion out there. Probably mm-hmm. will be ever over... Eh, we talked about this last week. Yeah. I fawned over it last week. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's going to be probably the same writers, so... Uh, as I said, what's her name who wrote Shadowbringers? Let me pull that up. I should know who this is. Uh, Banri Oda Natsuko Ishikawa. Um, she's responsible for the entirety main, the entire main story of Shadowbringers. So maybe she did get, she might have obviously what she did. Some she did something right because she's working for um ca3 uh the developers of 16 uh she helped them get that so hopefully she's involved in writing it so yeah my only concern and it's not really a concern yet because this was a first look so it's a, not a whole lot to base it off of but just based on what i've seen the only concern that i have is that every bit of gameplay it showed was circular focused around one character um, and I really hope they don't try and break away from the, like, party-based system of Final Fantasy. They kind of almost did that in 15. Um, and I really hope they don't just do a full break away from, like, fighting as a party and just going to... Because I know that the Devil... That uh, one of the um, one of the directors or something from Devil May Cry is associated with as far as the uh, mechanics and the combat. And that's cool, and that's fine. It doesn't... I'm over the whole not being turn-based thing we're in action rpg world now and that's fine but i don't want to see it turn away from being you know you form a party and go in even if you're only controlling one character you still have a party there and this almost looked like you're just focused around one sole character the whole time um and that's a concern for me because that's you know one of the core parts of Final Fantasy is you have several Absolutely. characters that you're supposed to try and customize from, and that was one of my big complaints of Final Fantasy 15 is you didn't have that, like, selecting which party members to customize to your playstyle. You just, like, plopped down, like, here's the dudes that you have the whole game, and this seems like it's... I'm worried it's going to do the same thing, only narrower. But like I said, I know it's really early. I'm not going to get nervous yet. I'll wait until we see more footage. That's a... Uh... I mean, your party in Final Fantasy is like one of the major draws. Like, which which team did you clear the game with? I mean, even the even the MMOs keep the focus on that. Yeah, kinda. I mean, to a point, you still have to have a certain. You know, you still need you know your your certain amount of DPS tank and healer to go into something. You still need to make yeah, that party formation. Game, that's not nearly as important as having a balanced MMO raid or dungeon. Yeah. Um, I thought was definitely more interesting was there's very clearly two opposing main characters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, 
I just don't want to see Phoenix and then your other dude. <laughs> I just don't want to see it where it's like Devil May Cry or like Dark Soul or uh, Dark Souls or something where it's just camera centric uh, around one dude. You don't you have allies that maybe come in every now and then, but you're basically just behind one dude the whole time going through the story. You know what I mean? Type of action RPG. I just hope it's not that. I'm just wondering if after 16 entries we'll finally have our Final Fantasy. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, you know the story behind that, though, right? Yeah, it's just each their own thing. Well, no, um, but when they create, so when they created the original Final Fantasy, Square was fucking dying. They literally thought that was going to be the last game that they produced. They had no idea it was going to rock it off and basically what saved their company, but they named it Final Fantasy because they literally thought this was going to be like their last brainchild that they got to present. <laughs> And like, oh, so now it's just like a gigantic <laughs> running joke at this point. <laughs> but well, now they can just say, hell, they're all their own little complete stories. Yeah. So that's how it works now. And it's, yeah. So, so let's keep moving though. So we don't burn up too much time on this. Um, how about Spider-Man? We got some, a lot more detailed footage in um, the new Spider-Man game. See, that's yeah. the kind of game that makes me want to get a console. Cause it's not, a, it's not on PC. Yes, Sony is working on PC stuff. So, yeah, it looks um, so good, and I, just, I I'll never get to play it. <laughs> uh, one of the things I did notice, especially starting here, was all of the gameplay at the higher res stuff was stuck at thirty frames. Um, I know some people don't notice or care, but it's something that really always bothers me. Mm, so that's fair. But uh, I mean, the combat music was great. It definitely fit, you know, Miles. Um, he already had personality in the trailer. Uh, it was a great little fight scene between the two opposing factions that obviously, as Spider-Man, you're not part of in the game, um, especially with the villain Tinkerer they introduced, so and some evil mega energy company um, fighting across a bridge, saving people, punching people, using his electrical electrical powers as well as his cloaking capabilities that Miles has, so... Here's our first actual look at Miles outside of just a brief tease or a, a gif of him walking down some snow. But this is mm -hmm. walking down the street with some snow. But this is obviously where that gif was before. And they did do a great job with all of the ray tracing in the game. The reflections looked great. The dynamic shadows being from different sources of light on the in the scenery looked fantastic. Mm -hmm. The only drawback would definitely be the 30 frames. Yeah, and That's what lower resolution is for. I don't. I don't know if I can go back to to thirty frames. <clears throat> no, um, I do think that it's a lot of this. A lot of these Sony games are supposed to have you know like a thirty frame four K mode or a sixty frame ten eighty mode. So, I mean, you might be able to be able to get away with that. I'm not sure about in the case of like Spider Man, but plenty of other games have that option now. Let's see. They also announced a new open world Harry Potter game, which looks pretty good. Yeah, uh, takes place mainly around Hogwarts in the 1800s. Um, outside of that, you don't know much is going on, but you do have a special power as your character. Um, you're trying to unlock ancient magics. Um, it's called Hogwarts Legacy. Um, it's a time that's not been explored in this universe. Uh, you can see your character fighting a dragon, various skeletons, and what even looks like Dementors. So... Yeah, I think it looks um, pretty it good. It looks great. 
It's coming from Arcane Studios. This has been teased for a while. There's been no official news on it, and all of the leaks and rumors apparently are true. There is an open-world Harry Potter game around Hogwarts where you just travel to other places at times. Yeah, indeed. I'm down. Let's see, they also gave uh, some updates on Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. <laughs> Yeah. Updates well, was really what? Just mostly just the, the most single player epic game. fucking trailer so far. Yeah, that was That was a honestly, badass trailer. Brutal at times, too. <laughs> Human shields and kicking them oh. away to blow them up and stabbing a guy in the face. So looking at it, I also found out they pretty much are letting you upgrade for free from the PS4 version to the PS5 version. Huh? Um... The, you can buy a copy of on okay, so you can buy a copy on PS4 for sixty dollars, right? Or you can buy the cross uh, console compatibility version for seventy dollars, an extra ten dollars, which gives you the PS4 and the PS5 copy, right? But if okay. you were to just buy the normal standard copy on PS5, it's also seventy dollars. So you might as well just get the PS4 uh, cross-compatibility version if you have a PS4 and are planning to get a PS5. Because it'll cost you the same amount as if you were to just buy it brand new for PS5. <coughs> Assuming you Weird. buy it digitally, that is. This is this is the digital version only. Um, there is no cross-browser compatibility, no um, f upgradability if you buy the disc version. Obviously, the PS4 disc version will work on the ps5 since it's backwards compatible but it's not going to update to the ray tracing and everything else so i'm considering maybe just downloading that digital uh version so that i can play it on ps4 for in the meantime and then get it on ps5 because ps5 is going to drop before its official release so i'm really only going to be having it on ps5 but they are giving beta access in october for uh, the multiplayer, and they're actually opening alpha access for the multiplayer fucking tomorrow, so. Yeah, that was definitely interesting news. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was cool. Um, the next thing was the new Resident Evil, which looks wicked. Yeah, so Resident Evil Village, um, they showed a little bit more. The last trailer released showed uh, Chris Redfield breaking into the protagonist from Seven's house, um, supposedly shooting someone. But in this one, it shows Chris Redfield essentially kidnapping you. Uh, so you're you're repeating your play. Um, I always forget the main character's name in there. But uh, uh, they had a little, they had a, a neat little sequence in the trailer that was kind of Tim Burton esque in animation and storytelling style, like a little bit of like gothic. Horror, I guess. I don't know what the fucking style is called. Tim Burton style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that definitely gives you an idea of what it looks like, no matter how you think about a Tim Burton little <laughs> claymation animated movie. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but it goes over the locale a little bit, which is werewolves, vampires, stuff like that. Um, they did also tease the salesman from Thor again, Mr. Trenchcoat Salesman. So yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> So maybe it's the same village, just, uh, I don't know. Probably not the same village, who knows. What are you buying? Window shopping as trench coats <laughs> are not weird at all. So next was some more Deathloop footage, and I'm, I'm pretty stoked for Deathloop. Yeah, um, 
they there was a lot more information in the game, especially in this trailer, than there had been released before. Um, they showed a lot more action sequences than had been before as well. There are different powers you can obtain to take down, kill people, whatnot. Uh, they also talked about how going through and doing different things in different loops can affect other loops so you can uh, help accomplish your overall mission easier, much better, more efficient manner, mm. um, which had not been released before. And I remember you saying this game looked like Time Splitters or something. I'm like, nah, this looks like Dishonored. They're other games. I just meant like <laughs> the art style mostly. Yeah, no, it's just a more colorful dis uh, Dishonored. Hmm. That's all. The art style, the character design, everything's still the same. It's like yeah. their unique style and how they do stuff. It was just mm. way more colorful with the different gangs that were going about. Let's see. Um, the next thing was Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. This bummed me out a little bit because when it first came on, I totally thought it was going to be a Devil May Cry 6 announcement. Um, but I mean, I was, I'm still pretty stoked on it. it. Devil May Cry 5 is actually one that's on my backlog that I still haven't bought. So since I haven't bought it, this will now I can just get you know the special edition for PS5 and just skip the PS4 version. Um, so I, I don't know. That's pretty cool, I guess. I still you was... definitely look forward to it. I really enjoyed Devil May Cry 5. I just uh, I was so disappointed because I thought it was going to be an announcement for six. I know. I but, I would be so hyped for a six because five's kind of old now. That's well, yeah. That's what I'm like. But they're totally just pulling a Skyrim on us. Not really. The Devil May Cry Five hasn't been released on like three separate fucking generations now, as well as every mobile that's, device yeah. and refrigerator that's ever made. <laughs> no one will. No one will ever out Bethesda. Bethesda. I'm sure the PlayStation <laughs> Nine will have fucking Skyrim on it. Oh yeah. I'm still waiting to see if the PS5 is going to... If they're going to announce a PS5 Skyrim version. They already did. With, oh, what? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. Are we getting ray tracing in Skyrim? <laughs> Apparently. That would require Bethesda to put effort into what they God. build, so no. No, it's just going to be a port. <laughs> and I'll get, a, get... Now I'll get three Platinums in Skyrim. All right! Sounds miserable. <laughs> Uh, so let's see. The next thing was some more are you, odd. Are you gonna default? Huh? Are you gonna default to Stealth Archer your first playthrough? No, <laughs> no. Restoration only. Hmm. So the next thing was some Odd World updates. It didn't give us that much of updates. Just showed some more gameplay. But I'm I'm pretty stoked for it. I think we're gonna get the new Odd World. Some mo lemmings that follow you around and die in mm. glory, in gory glorious fashion. Hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, there's really not much. There wasn't really much more shown in it. No. So, um, it was just specifically on PS5 hardware, that's all. Yeah. Same with the uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. It wasn't that much more, just some extra, like, bump up. This was announced before? Wasn't it? Was it not? I don't remember this ever being announced before. Oh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe. I thought it was. It's definitely not a Five Nights at Freddy's I've ever seen. Usually they're like weird anim 2D animated stuff. This was like full 3D environments and stuff. Oh, I'm not Maybe really. I'm not familiar with Five Nights at Freddy's, so. I don't know anything about it either. But it's uh, coming on PS5. This was straight up just revealed. Yeah, this is brand new huh. and just revealed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know. I guess I recognized the name and I thought it was already. Uh... Um, it is a three-month three-month timed exclusive for PlayStation consoles, um, and it will also be on PC. Hmm. Yeah, this was just the straight-up first announcement of it. Nice. Okay. Well, Five Nights at Freddy's on PS5. It looks yeah. There's a 
there's a female antagonist voice you heard who just wants to play. You see, uh, there's some weird, deeper-voiced male character in the back of your head. You can hear the sounds of like a child crying as you go through the trailer. Um, and then you get your typical Five Nights jump scare at the end. But it was like a full 3D environment that you just went through the entire time through various doors. I, I've never played a Five Nights at Freddy's game before just because I've never thought that the play style... The, how, the gameplay loop was entertaining to me, mm-hmm. but if this is anything different, I'm always a sucker for a good horror game. So yeah, for sure. Cool. Uh, I think the Demon Souls was Demon Souls remake was the <gasps> last one, and that was Gotta fucking epic. Got to fan myself. Epicness. I'm um, definitely grabbing that looked, for launch. Oh, the game looked great. Um, it's the best looking Souls game yet. Uh, it's a remake of the original one, which. Originally, it was the worst-looking Souls game yet. So, um, outside of their outside of From Software's weird first-person dungeon crawler one, but mm-hmm. that was on the PS One. Doesn't really count since it wasn't. I don't think it was released west. Um, but yeah, um, a lot of stuff I did notice was that they added new attacks to bosses. So it's not just a graphical update. It is there is some stuff being added as well. Um, That's kind of cool. Get, we didn't see anything about the land of the giants, but they've already said that they were working on unreleased unfinished content, which that's the only unreleased unfinished content that wasn't in the original release. So I'm sure we'll see stuff about the land of the giants at a later date. Um, one thing to do note, however, is at the end of the trailer, it said also available on PC. Uh, apparently that's a lie. According to Sony, um, someone somehow human air put available on PC Oof. into their official slide. Oh, um, that is, yeah. that is, Someone lost that their is job the today. Someone totally yeah. got fired today. So imagine how excited I was only to have my dreams and hopes crushed because I'm not buying a PS5, so <laughs> Big I would gladly spend 70 bucks and buy a, a game for them to run on my PC, but I'm not going to spend $570 to mm. buy to play a single game. Um, I'm sure at some point it will come to PC. Oh, I yeah. just don't want it to. Mm-hmm. I heard I was talking with a friend. And he's like, yeah, it's just to sell more consoles. I'm like, dude, there's only so many consoles that start. They're not going to have a problem selling all of their hardware when there's not enough hardware to sell. Yeah. So hopefully it'll come to PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really hope it'll come to PC. Sony, please. <laughs> That's what I'm currently hoping for Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, it will. It, it probably will in a few months. They're probably going to announce was, the release uh, that for that next month. week. That was a six-month uh, Sony exclusive. Oh, I thought it was a year. It's no. a year. Yeah. Is it a year? It's already been six months. Oh, it was six months. Oh, or almost. It's six months now. The, the Tokyo Game Show. I'm guessing they'll probably announce the official release date for the PC and Xbox versions. I'd imagine. Sweet, because I'd I'd be pretty miffed because there was a PC release of the original Final Fantasy VII, oh, yeah. and that's how I originally played it. Well, it's they've confirmed it'll definitely after a year come to PC. They have not confirmed officially if it'll come to Xbox, but it'll definitely go to PC. So. Um, that just depends because I mean, hell, even Final Fantasy 16 is a Sony ex- console exclusive mm. from everything how I read. So, yeah. uh, Square, I just don't think is on great terms with Microsoft. No, they're not. So I don't know where that came about, but whatever. So it's their the, financial decisions. The last thing 
uh, is they did, as I predicted, finally announce the date and price at the end. So for us here in the U.S., as well as Japan, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea, it'll be released on November 12th. And it'll be released globally, barring China, because fuck China, globally on November 19th. And it specifically, Did it actually say not China? It says at the very bottom in tiny little letters, if you read it, um, it says available in each country subject to local import regulations. PS5 launch date for China still under exploration and will be announced at a later date. <laughs> um, and then the price for the physical edition will be $500. Digital will be $400. That's already going out on pre-orders today and tomorrow. So far, it has gone out for pre-order on Walmart, Target, and Best Buy and sold out almost immediately on all of them. As soon as it went on Best Buy, I was I – was, the, the site kept crashing. It took me like 10 minutes to get it in my cart because the site kept crashing. And once I finally had it in my cart, it wouldn't do anything when I tried to check out. And eventually it just glitched and glitched and glitched and glitched to a point where it finally said, oh, this item's no longer available. So <clears throat> it's still going to be, you know, still look out on places like Amazon and PlayStation Direct. They've sent out those emails and registered interest. So if you've got one of those, then, you know, they're still going to do that. They had that kind of put in place so that people who do have standing uh, PSN accounts were sent that email for interest and you'll have the opportunity uh, to do that probably tomorrow or today whenever this comes out. I was going to try and put this live tonight, but I don't know if I'll have time. It'll probably just be early tomorrow. So um, that's... Um, oh, yeah, I guess the disk drive is just 100 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought it would be. There's no way they're going to go as low as Microsoft's digital version, but I don't Microsoft's see them... digital version is uh, also not the full X. Yeah, so. I don't see them putting out any kind of light version. So there's no point. You yeah. you want your games, you, you want your <laughs> you want your developers to be able to develop the same product. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. So yeah. That. Yep, that pretty much wraps it up for this week. Um, the last thing is what we've been playing. Personally, I'm pretty much exactly where I was last week. I have been able to take quite a big chunk out of my uh, uh, final getting through Shadowbringers. Um, I'm finally getting to where I can do that, and I've gotten a big chunk out of there. But, man, other than that, I really haven't been up to much. What about you guys? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Guilty Gear. Oh, okay. I think I hopped on Destiny for the first time in a couple weeks. I saw my... you hop on Destiny, actually. It popped up. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, I finished Horizon Zero Dawn and the the, uh, the DLC for it, so I'm kind of working my way through the, the new game plus, but I'm, I'm not, like, super hard on it at the moment. So hopped mm. back on Destiny, got the, uh, the new exotic, uh, what is it, a sidearm? It's pretty neat. Oh, boy. Nice. I guess sidearms were pretty strong the last time I played. Yeah, they're really strong right now, and this one's just stupid. <laughs> what about you, Sasquatch? What have you been playing? Um, so the last uh, good half of this week, I've pretty much just been deck brewing for Magic, um, because Zendikar mm. releases tomorrow digitally, and then and paper, which doesn't really fucking matter because you can't go anywhere and play paper Magic right now. <laughs> Uh, I still do have a box of paper product that I'm getting from them, though. Um, then just mm. then deck brewing that. I'm going to be start playing that on Arena Standard, at least, and then Friday Modern. Um, so I will 
be having some streams soon. Nice. Uh, I've also been playing Marvel's Avengers a bit. Oh, um, yeah. still, it's still fun. Um, they're adding a whole bunch of stuff here. New Endgame stuff here soon to go as well. Not Avengers Endgame. Endgame content for the video game. Mm. Um, Fantasy Star released more content. Trying to catch it up with the Japanese version. So I've been playing that as well. And I've also uh, been attempting to play Modern Warfare. Uh, <laughs> still having fucking issues with it. Mm. Finally got a hold of support and sent them all my shit. Uh, couldn't get an actual ticket open because Blizzard supports fucking awful. Activision Blizzard supports awful. Let's we'll go with that. <laughs> and I've just been drawing. I put I put a picture of the anime titties I can't draw in the Discord chat. <laughs> <laughs> can't draw boobs. Also can't draw hair. Can't draw boobs or hair. Can't draw hairy boobs. <laughs> Have you tried? Yeah, maybe that'll make it look better. I'll get back hey, to you. Yeah, I'll send you a it. picture of a hairy tit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe and go check out our individual channels, which are listed in the description below. So thank you, everyone, and have a great rest of your week.